MDN TV podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MDN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non-secular subjects of global interest. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcast. The undeniable is sundown. The day has just begun. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Yes, <laughs> this is MDN shows running with the times only on MDN TV, that podcast. And I am Major Daughter. Welcome, welcome, welcome to all our listeners, viewers around the world. Meet us in the comments there. Engage, ask questions. I mean, share this podcast, share this broadcast. Tell everyone they don't want to miss this one. Ever heard of palm reading? Ever heard of astrology? Ever heard of mediumship? Well, today, that is exactly what we are talking about. What is mediumship? And look, we bring you a guest who's a professional, been doing this for the longest time ever, and he has, provi- he has provided uh, readings to a lot of people and has helped them to connect with their past loved ones, right? That is just one part of it he helps he can help you connect with your past loved ones he does that so before we even get to that we're going to really start with what is mediumship what do you know about it let's first rewind and go to what the bible says we saw a king of israel very powerful king of israel his name is saul when he was at the end of his life and um, he was in a predicament, really cornered, things were not going well. So he, 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 he went to uh, consult a medium. Saul chose to go and seek answers from a medium when God could not provide him with answers when God not could not when God didn't provide him with answers I mean how many of you are listening to me right now and maybe you're a believer maybe you're not a believer but you have gone to consult a medium tell us about your own experience well Paul in this case no Saul rather in this case went to consult a medium when God didn't provide him with answers that he wanted so he he went to see a psychic and he asked the psychic to summon the spirit of the prophet Samuel. Is that even possible? Now, remember, now, that's why I said you've got to really pay attention. He wanted to speak to Samuel, the prophet, who was already gone, dead, gone home to be with the Lord, whatever the case may be. So, prophet Samuel was not alive. My guess helps people do what the psychic was instructed to do or requested to do by the king of Israel. So if you think something like this is not even in the Bible or something like this doesn't even exist, you've got to think again. Today, we're going to investigate together, going to research together. We're all going to find out together. 
How does one connect with those who have passed? Is it right or wrong? And why is it wrong? And why is it right? Why should anyone even do it? People who have passed away, do they have a say in our life? Do they have a say in what happens now? Well, let's find out together right after this. MDN TV, the podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MDN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non-secular subjects of global interest. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcast, The Undeniable Choice. The Undeniable Choice, indeed, for today is Carlos, the medium. Look, we are so honored to have you, sir. Thanks to Gazillion Times for saying yes. Thanks to Gazillion Times for availing yourself. It's it's unusual and it's not um well it's not every day you'll have a psychic you'll have uh, one who practices mediumship come on a show like this or come on a show even to uh, do what you do please tell the world who is Carlos the medium we appreciate you and welcome you the mic swings to you now. Thank you, Major, uh, for having me on uh, your podcast and on your show on MDN TV. Well, I'm Carlos the Medium. I'm a professional psychic medium, and I help people connect with their departed loved ones that are now in spirit with the aims of providing them uh, closure and healing uh, from those who have departed. And uh, so they can, uh, you know, deal with grief and other things and uh, so they can move on with their lives and, you know, uh, have closure that the, their departed loved ones are always with them. Wow, it's amazing what you do. Incredible, mind-blowing. I mean, so many ways to describe it. But the question is, what inspired you to uh, uh, go for mediumship? And why, why did you even, um, uh, uh, and how did you even get started? I'm asking all this because it is scary. It's a scary thing to just think about dead people, past loved ones those who are gone, but to even think of bringing them back, talking to them, communicate, Paula? So I, I, I never sought this work. I was, it's a calling um, that I, that was uh, basically like spirit knocked on my door. Um, and like it's knocked on many other mediums' doors, but this is a, yeah. a, life, a life calling as part of my destiny. And uh, I went through a lot of health issues in my early 20s which made me very sensitive and also kind of opened my energies up to something more of a, of a higher consciousness. And mm -hmm. I, uh, like I said, I was never seeking mediumship, but uh, I was at a very, it was a crossroads in my life. And I ended up going to a message center or uh, an evening service for mediumship uh, with a friend and uh, some very talented mediums, uh, in a sense, kind of uh, told me that, you know, one day you'd be doing this work professionally, but I didn't really give it too much thought. But uh, it was through the process of trusting and having faith that just the right doors aligned for me and to go into this work. Uh, so I always tell people, like, in, in many cases and with many things in life, oftentimes things you're destined for will come just come to you very naturally without you have really having to seek something. It's just it's, it's a natural inclination to do something. It's just a natural calling for something. It's part of your destiny if it's meant to be. Absolutely. But let's ask, you say it's a calling and yes. um, 
uh, I just want to rewind to that. Yep. If it's a calling, but who calls you and who calls you and how does the calling take place? Somebody once said, all those people who are psychics, who are um, mediums, uh, yeah. uh, some who are herbalists. And in, in the black community, we have what you call sangomas. All those people are actually supposed to be prophets or they were meant to be prophets, but they ended up being mediums and psychics. And what are your thoughts on that? I'm not too familiar with that term that you're referring to possibly in South Africa, uh, that term you use, that uh, local term. But, uh, you know, there's there's a difference between psychics and mediums. So psychics connect with people's energy, a direct person's energy, uh, and they may be able to see past, present, future. Uh, mediums connect directly with those in spirit that have crossed over into the light uh, at a higher consciousness. So that is the difference between both of them. But if you could clarify the, other, the, the beginning part, that would, would help. Yes. So um, I will, I'll drop that and just move on right along uh, quickly. Sure. Um, you, you also uh, provide readings. You have provided readings to numerous number of people. Sure. And you provide readings on um, Zoom as well. How Correct. do you get to do that virtually? Because if it's palm reading, how do you read the palm on virtually Zoom? Well, let's let me let me uh, address that correctly then for you. So I'm actually not doing any palm readings or palmistry. Uh, I'm connecting yeah. with uh, I'm connecting with the person's energy, their vibration. I'm also connecting with their loved ones that have crossed over into spirit. So I'm connecting with yeah. consciousness and consciousness is infinite and it's universal. You could be yeah. uh, from one side of the world to the other side of the world. You're essentially, you're connecting with consciousness that's infinite in the universe and the vibrational energy of pure love and happiness. So it could happen virtually. It could happen on the phone. Uh, it could even happen through, uh, I guess, if you wrote letters back and forth with someone, uh, but in a, if someone was in a meditation state to receive those answers. But, uh, or it just can happen in person. So it actually doesn't have to happen face-to-face, one-on-one in a physical, in, in, in a uh, personal environment such as that. It can happen virtually as well. I see. Now, let's talk about how this happened. You have uh, helped many to connect with their past loved ones. Sure. How do you connect with the past loved one? I mean, in the situation of the king of Israel, Saul, sure. He, he wanted a psychic to do exactly what you do. Bring back the dead prophet who is a prophet Samuel to come back and talk to him. He was seeking for guidance. Sure. Yes. So, yes, yes, ma'am. Uh, Major, so what we're dealing with as mediums is we're connecting with energy, a vibrational force of energy that is infinite. So it's, it's a consciousness of pure love and happiness that, that this, once the physically, once we depart, that's where uh, the soul uh, goes on to into the afterlife. But from what I can tell you from my line of work and my experience in all these years, uh, raising, basically, the way I can describe it is this. You and I and everyone else here, we're on an earth plane. We're in a physical dimension. And spirit is vibrating at an infinitely high rate of frequency of pure love and happiness. It's a, it's a different form of consciousness, but it's a much higher rate of consciousness that, it, that is flowing in the universe. Yes. It's all present with us. And what mediums are able to do is they're t- t- essentially they're hypersensitive or very sensitive to energy or energy vibrations. And they're able to pick up on that consciousness. Now, how, how, how effective, efficiently, and how strong it comes through 
that depends on many factors and variables there. But essentially, the mm. aim is to connect with that energy and bring through evidence or any type of information that would that the sitter or the person receiving the message can relate to. Sometimes it does not make sense to them because it's not always supposed to make sense. But that is the aim. But the whole goal with all of this is to, to connect with a higher frequency of love, those in spirit, relay the information and the message. So the person that receiving the message can understand, can know that their loved ones are always with them. Wow. And how do they receive this message? Is it, so, what the, is it energy connecting with energy? Now, I'm really trying to understand. And are you trained to do this? Were you trained right. to do this? Can someone train to do this? Well, that's a very good question, Major. So uh, think of our all our senses. We can hear, right? We can see, we can smell, we can yeah. taste. Uh, we can sometimes, we can touch, right? Uh, so there's, we have different physical senses that we're uh, able to do as, uh, as humans, right? But what we're doing with mediumship is there, we, we take it to an extra level of sensitivity there. And we're receiving a lot of things uh, in different ways, in different directions, if you will, with our extrasensory perception, ESP. But we are receiving things maybe visually. Uh, we can sometimes hear them. We can sometimes sense them. The majority of the time with spirit, you're really sensing that energy. It's clairsentience, which just means clear feeling. But you're sensing a lot of the energy of that spirit. And when I'll give you an example. So you may sense that there is a father figure to that person that was, uh, let's just say he may have been an alcoholic, uh, also not very present in that person's life. You may sense that type of spirit there. But then... As you're sensing that energy, you also will start getting visual, uh, you know, uh, visuals, uh, flashes of light, flashes of uh, visions that represent maybe the cause of passing, uh, maybe the profession. You might even see a letter for their name or just different things. Or you might even hear their name, you know, as well. So it's all happening at once. I always tell my clients it's a bombardment of uh, information that just comes to you at once. And uh, you try to relay that information to them as if as effectively as possible to this person receiving it. Now, how do you train for it? It takes many, many, many years. Um, like mm. I mentioned in the beginning, this is not something you just one, one day wake up and say, I want to go do this. Uh, I, it's kind <laughs> of right. So it, I, I always liken it to many ways like this. Um, a lot of people just, they find themselves in a, in a career field over time that just comes very, it, just the right people and the right opportunities and the right experience and places just come all at once, you know, in different times, I'm sorry. And it just takes them to that, that place, that destiny. You can't, you know, uh, Steve Jobs once said, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can connect the dots looking backwards, but somehow the right people and events and just situations come to be that lead you to that place. And, you know, as far as training, yeah, you can take a lot of, you can read a lot of books. Um, you know, I, I, I trained, um, uh, in a, in a metaphysical community um, here in the United yeah. States. And I took many workshops and classes and many years of practice. Uh, meditation is one way you do self-training, but essentially you can learn all that stuff and be uh, well-versed in the, from the learning aspect of theory. But when it comes to practice, you have to do the work before you start becoming who you become. It's just like what you're doing now. You could take a communications degree, but until you do it yourself, uh, you know, you're working in the television industry, you're not going to become good at what you do. Wow, wow, wow. I have so many questions that are racing in my, right. in my head. But I'll, I'm going to jump to this one and then maybe sure. we could go backwards a little bit. 
we've 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 had so many people lose their loved ones through the sure. pandemic and during the pandemic, right. and even now people are, are still losing their loved ones even to the same um, sure. uh, COVID and other things. Now, right. you have helped people through your mediumship readings to resolve sure. their grieving. How does that happen? And um, have you heard, and I'm going to say this because it is no secret that you also have Christians and believers right. who come for mediumship readings. What has been your experience and how does that happen? How does it resolve grievings? Well, yeah, right. So, yeah, uh, this this uh, global pandemic uh, with COVID has been, uh, you know, a very tragic time in our history. Um, but as you know, as far as connecting for people, and you're connect uh, as a medium, you're connecting with all people from all walks of life, all faiths of life, and all parts of the world um, mm -hmm. as they come. And so, your uh, your main objective is to help and connect them to their loved ones. Uh, so you can provide them closure and healing, but also just that extra reassurance that their loved ones are there with them during the best of times and during the most difficult times, because uh, that energy is omnipresent. Um, as far as the religious backgrounds, I've had clients that have come from the Muslim faith, Christian faith, mm -hmm. Jewish faith, uh, atheist faith. Oh, well, atheist, not, I don't know if that's a faith, but um, agnostic. Just <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Buddhist, uh, all backgrounds, because there's something that connects all of us, irregardless of our faith, to each other, uh, to our family, to our friends. And that's, ba that's bound by love. And that's what the universe is, is constructed on. Uh, it's an infinite tapestry of love that's interconnected with and interwoven with all of us here. And so when a client comes to me, I don't look at that person or judge that person as if this person's coming from this faith. I, I look at that person as someone that I, I want to help and connect with them with their loved ones. And that is the aim. And like I've said, I've had clients that uh, not so much believers and some that are believers, some in the middle, but the goal is always the same with everyone. Um, and, you know, you, you do the very best you can, um, like in any in industry, uh, some people you can help a lot. And some people that maybe the, the you, you only get as much as you can, but you, the, whole, the whole goal is to help them and to connect with their loved ones and go from mm -hmm. there. And uh, I've been very grateful that I've been able to help a lot of people and uh, uh, a lot of clients from all walks of life have been very happy with my services to help them. And I'm sure with other mediums out there as well, because when you approach something from a good place in your heart, it makes a big difference. Yes. And um, my, um, my thinking is, do they tell you that, do they divulge that they are believers, Christians or whatever faith it, they, they belong to or they never say that or do you just pick it up I'll tell you why I'm asking that sure. for Christians and believers specifically sure. the Bible strongly condemns mediumship, occultism psychics and the sure. likes in fact it doesn't uh, allow for um, uh, a believer to consult a diseased loved one or even seek guidance from them or seek any form of contact. Yet there are believers who are doing it. Now, I'm asking that based on these uh, facts and the strong condemnation from the Bible, do they tell you? Do, are they honest when they come and say, look, like Saul, Saul 
knew that he was not supposed to do that. He was not That's faithful right. to God. He was he instead of inquiring from the Lord, he went to inquire from the from a psychic, and he knew that he was not. But he did it just like many others are doing it. Sure. What do they have to say about that? Do they ever? And what are your even? What are your thoughts on this? Well, um, you know, I'm well, sorry. <laughs> no, yeah. So let me answer your question, Doc uh, Major. So with all clients, uh, the majority do not divulge or disclose any of this information. Mm -hmm. uh, they are coming for healing. They're coming with the, the goal of connecting with their loved ones so they can have closure. Um, so that that is essentially the uh, the role I'm playing is to help them in that way. Like I said. I'm working with all clients from different faiths of life, respectively, and mm -hmm. uh, my, my goal is to help a person, um, and uh, regardless of their faith, my job is to help them as best as I can to connect with their loved ones. Um, how I feel about it uh, is really, uh, I'm, I'm just there to help and hopefully provide uh, that closure and healing and that connection to their loved ones and to, to help them out as much as I can. Um, and, you know, uh, the when you do something, like I mentioned uh, or in the very beginning, we're essentially connecting with a consciousness that's universal in the universe. It's infinite of yeah. love. Um, and that love is represented in all walks of life in all parts of the world. So um, I approach it from that attitude and always try to do the very best I can for, for all clients, regardless of where, what, where they may, where their faith may lie or, or, elsewhere, or elsewise. Let's talk about some of the... Um testimonials you have received from those who were grieving, especially sure. those who, who, who lost uh, so many of their loved ones just through sure. the, the pandemic and what sure. the world has been going through. Can you tell us about some of those experiences? How oh, absolutely. absolutely. You know, um, uh, like I said, you have different clients from different walks of life. Uh, some people did not lose their loved ones during uh, the pandemic. Some people lost their loved ones, you know, 30, 40 years ago uh, through uh, a world war, or maybe they are trying to connect with their father that they never got to know when they were very little or so. But, you know, the, the whole goal is the same to connect with everyone as best as you can uh, with their different loved ones. Uh, their loved ones will come through in different ways, um, you know, uh, to identify themselves as best as possible. Um, you're, in, you're in there for some surprises because every session is just a different dance. You don't know yeah. what dance you're going to expect because <laughs> yeah. it's like how you can't cookie cut this. So not every loved one is the same as every loved one in the world. Because if you look at every person in the world, every person is unique and different just by appearance. Uh, even twins have their own personalities and consciousness, right? Um, but uh, as far as testimonials go, you know, I've had, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've helped a lot of people in work. And I continue doing so, and I hope that's that's my goal and aim with every day with the, the work. And uh, it's it's been a it's been very much a, a pleasure, and also uh, coming from a place of gratitude to be able to do something like this to 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 do to in this line of work for others. MDN TV, the podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MDN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non-secular subjects of global interest. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcast, The Undeniable. Well, The Undeniable Tours is so Carlos the media look if you've just joined us we are talking mediumship 
Thank you for staying on. Um, so many, there's just so many things that are coming to my mind, raising so many questions. But thank you for your openness, um, Carlos, and you've really uh, been open in talking about this freely. Do you belong to any form of faith, religion, or you're yes. just Carlos? No, I uh, I was raised Roman Catholic uh, my whole life. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I was raised Catholic, and uh, it wasn't until I got into this line of work that I discovered uh, metaphysics, so divine metaphysics, so understanding what is beyond the physical and how it's all interconnected in the universe. Um, but I still I still uh, very connected to my faith, and I, I firmly believe in God. I, be I believe that, uh, you know, uh, everyone is a child of God, and, uh, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's uh, the world is comprised of love deep inside everyone, and that that connection is connected to God. So yes, I am uh, uh, I am a firm I do um, have a good connection with God myself, um, and you know, like I said, my background growing up as a kid uh, throughout my life was Catholic until my thirties when I, uh, I I wasn't. Uh, now I am active in uh, divine metaphysics. Now, what is scary, and I don't know what your thoughts will be, we have now psychic AIs or AI fortune tellers. Are you scared they're going to take over artificial intelligence doing psychic readings, fortune telling, and the likes? Or are you maximizing also the use of AI? <laughs> All right, so we've got... Um, Artificial, let me try to break it down. We've got artificial intelligence um, uh, fortune tellers now. Sure. So meaning a psychic AI, a psychic artificial intelligence where a robot is now doing the readings. And I'm saying, could this be the scariest thing? At, should you be concerned that robots or the AI, the artificial intelligence is now going to take over your psychic readings, um, jobs, or fortune telling, or things like that. I hope that really explains. Uh, that, that makes sense. Thank you. Uh, I was trying to understand the question in the beginning, but this just clarifies mm -hmm. it a lot better. Um, so, Major, so as far as AI and, um, you know, psychics or any type of, uh, you know, bot using uh uh, you know, computers to connect with or apps yeah. to connect with people. Um, you know, the, it's it never not even possible. But is it is it even possible as a medium? Is it even possible for a robot, a boat, a, a AI to do what sure. you're doing? Can you be replaced by an AI? Maybe that should be the more relevant question. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think so because I'll tell you. Uh, what you and I share in common and everyone, our viewers, is there, there's a consciousness, there's a human element to all of us, and that human element allows us to connect with each other. Um, so that's essentially what also we're using as mediums to connect with spirits because that, that human connection that of love. And, you know, as far as a robot or bot or some type of app, it's programming, it's software yeah. from a, a coder or individuals. So I don't see that human-to-human -human connection there that is required for what you're, you know, um, to, 
to do the, this line of work. So I'm, no, no, I'm not worried about that. First time I've heard about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, are you saying, uh, ooh, let me try it this way. Are you saying an artificial intelligence cannot make a psychic prediction or reading or whatever it is? Well, I'll say this. Um, now, I'm not, I'm not too uh, informed or uh, versed in what the trending technologies are with uh, bots, apps, or anything with the yeah. uh, computers, AI, and psychic, psychic world. But what I will say is, you know, if they did, it's probably based on uh, logarithms that they were able to maybe predict certain historical trends of things that are occurring within time, um, you know, from the past and maybe predict in the future as well. So that, that could be the case. But as far as um, the mediumship goes, I, it's my opinion here that you would need the human-to-human yes. the -human consciousness connection there to connect with that higher vibration. Uh, with Absolutely. Let, let's move on. The psychic in the sure. King of Israel's case um, he or she was, um, she was actually um, very scared of what okay. showed up when she performed whatever she did to bring uh, the spirit of Prophet Samuel. Let's talk about you. What are some of those uh, surprising uh, moments? you have had when you're doing these uh, mediumship readings? Paulus? Sure. Yeah, so it's like I mentioned in the very beginning, uh, we're connecting with a higher consciousness of love, uh, happiness, infinite light. And, uh, you know, as far as surprises go, uh, you know, you, each, each client, each, each reading is very different. Sure. And, unique. Yes. and you'll, there's been some very unique cases where uh, certain loved ones have come through. And they're very creative in identifying who they are based on maybe their line of work or something they did in, uh, when they were here on the living or anything that's as creative as they can. So you are always full of surprises. But I will say this, um, it, it, it is not a, a mediumship is not a scary experience. I, I, I think that uh, sometimes uh, Hollywood or movies or TV tend to dramatize things yeah. or, or uh, for the ratings or for view, for higher viewership, but it's 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 a natural connection that we have to that higher consciousness, uh, and uh, it's it's a very beautiful experience as well that everyone can experience either through meditation or their own uh, you know uh, journey themselves. So they may I've, I'm sure that there's been various there's numerous listeners out there that have had some form of spiritual experience on their own through their own loved ones or when they've you know uh, just been somewhere and they just saw something that was just unexplainable. Hmm. Is this really big business? Oh, we're just blowing hot air. Oh, they're just blowing hot air. There's no such a thing. Is it really big business? Is it the biggest business in the world? Uh, absolutely not. Um, I, I, would, I would liken it to maybe some type of uh, professional uh, counseling or therapeutic service of some sorts uh but it's in a spirit from a spiritual place um so it is not a major 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 mm -hmm. business um in, in that aspect uh, you can only do so many readings per week because it takes a lot of energy out of the person wow. 
to do so. So it, it is not a major business in that aspect. Uh, you know, I think people are very curious about it. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of books on it. But as far as the one-on-ones, it's more similar to someone that has a, a practice that is seeing people for therapy or something like that. But uh, uh, it's, uh, you're limited to what you can do because it takes a lot of energy to do it effectively and, and do, do, do it to, to the best of your abilities. So, yes. What is the most challenging aspect of mediumship? Is there any? Uh, uh, I would, yes, uh, definitely, uh, you know, uh, mental burnout because, you know, uh, like I said, every dance with the mediumship is different. So you have to be very just omnipresent with the client and uh, bring through the information to best assist them or help them and connect with their loved ones. Um, but also, you know, the, the burnout because, you, when you're talking to these different loved ones and you're seeing the, you're helping the client out, you know, they're, they're, they're going through a lot. They're grieving, they're healing. Um, they've experienced loss, tragedy, and sadness with, from the loss of their loved ones. So that, that also put, that also affects someone because you're, you're, you're processing all that. So that, that is when I would say definitely one of the biggest challenges of doing the work. Now I'm just thinking when you go to bed at night, sure. Get to dream about those people you uh, you do readings on or reading for whoever you bring back uh, the past loved one. How is your day to day life like? I mean, how is your night like when you sleep? I'm I'm just thinking all these things because having to deal with so many spirits. What happened? What happens now when you lay down to sleep, Carlos? Well, you know, after uh, a, a few a few readings for the day, you 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 disconnect from that energy, uh, from spirit's energy, and you, the goal is to ground your energies back into the earth plane, and uh, you resume your life like anybody else. You cook, you clean, you run an errand, uh, you spend time with friends, anything like that, and uh, you disconnect from it. Uh, and at nighttime, you go to bed, and uh, the next day is a new day like everyone else. <laughs> Oh, wow. Look, we are at the tail end of this show. The show may be coming to an end, but the conversation doesn't have to. Now, how can our listeners, viewers, find out more about you and those who are interested, really, uh, to get a reading on Zoom or whatever platform that is available? What would you have to say to them, Carlos? Yeah, they can contact me on my website or, or look at uh, my website for information on me. Uh, it's at carlosthemedium.com. That's all one word, carlosthemedium.com. Um, and they can find me on my website there and uh, read about my services. And I have a lot of informational uh, uh, content there as well on my blogs about mediumship, about how the senses work and how and different things all relate to, to mediumship as well. Well, thank you so much for your time. The website is carlosthemedium.com. All the links are in the description. Make sure you get it. If you are not finding any, ask for it, and it will be provided to you. Carlos, thanks again once again for your time and your contribution. So much we have learned today. Before you go, what would be your parting shot? 
your parting shot, what would be your last words? Oh, oh, I just want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank you, Major, for being allowing me to have be a part of the uh, MD, MDN TV uh, podcast yeah. and show. And I just I wish everyone love and happiness. And uh, thank you for being, letting me be a guest. And uh, hopefully you learned something new from today's podcast interview. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Thanks, Gazillion Time, once again for your time, wisdom, and everything. Now, for that website again is carlosthemedium.com. Look, eat the meat, throw away the bones. Your turn. MDN TV, the podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MDN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non-secular subjects of global interest. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcast, The Undeniable Choice.